0: This episode of the Windows into the Bible podcast is brought to you by Windows into the Bible University, the best way for you to continue studying and learning about the words of the Bible through the world of the Bible. With affordable monthly and annual membership plans, in addition to some incredible free courses and materials, Windows into the Bible University is a resource like nothing that's out there. Courses are available online, on-demand with video and audio lessons, so there's no such thing as falling behind. You decide the pace you learn at, and we provide you with everything you need to study your Bible like never before. Some of our most popular courses include What is the Bible?, Windows into the Bible?, The Theology of Jesus, and much more. These courses are expert-led with college-level learning and materials at a fraction of the college cost. We guarantee you'll never look at the Bible the same again. Enroll today at WITBUniversity.com. That's WITBUniversity.com.
1: You're listening to the Windows into the Bible podcast with Mark Turnage. Reading the Bible with understanding requires reading the words of the Bible within the world of the Bible. This podcast engages the spatial, historical, cultural, and spiritual world of the Bible to help transform how you read and understand the Bible. Have questions or want to interact with Mark? Tweet us using the hashtag WITBQuestions or email them to questions at WITBpodcast.com. For more insights, information about the podcast, and bonus resources and notes for each episode, visit WITBpodcast.com. Now, let's get into today's episode.
0: But I have a few things against you. You have some there who hold the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the sons of Israel, that they might eat food sacrificed to idols and practice immorality. Thus John chastised and warned the congregation of Pergamum in his letter to them recorded in the book of Revelation. But what is he talking about? The teaching of Balaam? What stumbling block? And by the way, who is Balaam? Hi, I'm Mark. Do you ever feel confused when you read the Bible? Do you feel like you're missing things the author intended for you to understand? Would you like to gain clarity and confidence in reading the Bible? Welcome to the Windows Into the Bible podcast, where we use the world of the Bible to help you understand the words of the Bible. In our last podcast, we introduced our current mini-series on How Did Ancient Jews Read the Bible? Today, we want to answer that question by looking at the ambiguous figure of Balaam. How do we go from the story of him and his talking donkey in the book of Numbers to John's accusation of him putting a stumbling block in front of the children of Israel? The answer lies within the stories of Balaam within the book of Numbers and the scrutiny given them by ancient Jewish interpreters. So let's dive in. Balaam is a bit of an enigmatic figure within the biblical text. On the one hand, he was a true prophet of God, a man who, quote, knows the knowledge of the Most High, according to Numbers 24, 16. He utters blessings and curses. He refused, after the incident with his talking donkey, to say anything unauthorized by God. His words favored Israel, and he even scorned Balak's bribes to curse Israel. So he seems like a good guy. But he did require a talking donkey to remind him to do the right thing. He went anyway to Moab to meet with Balak. Why would he go if his motives were pure? And then there's the fact that immediately after the Balaam episode, catastrophe occurred for Israel. Numbers 25 verses 1 through 3, which follows Balaam's appearance, states, While Israel dwelt in Shittim, the people began to play the harlot with the daughters of Moab. They invited the people to sacrifices of their gods, and the people ate and bowed down to their gods. So Israel yoked itself to Baal of Peor, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. The proximity of Balaam's appearance to Israel's sin with the Moabite women suggested to ancient interpreters That Balaam may have had a role in Israel's harlotry and idolatry. Balaam's role in this incident seems strengthened by the words of Moses later in the book of Numbers. In chapter 31, verse 16, quote, Moses said to them, Have you let all the women live? Behold, these women were to Israel in the matter of Balaam. And the Hebrew here could literally be rendered by the word of Balaam pay attention to that, to act treacherously against the Lord in the matter of Peor. And so the plague came among the congregation of the Lord. Moses' words connect Balaam to the Israelite sin described in Numbers 25 verses 1 through 3, specifically the women who invited the people to sacrifice to the Moabite gods. Here, though, Moses suggests that Balaam played a role in it. And while Numbers describes Balaam as returning to his home in 24, verse 25, before the Israelites sin with the Moabite women, which takes place in 25, verses 1 through 3, the language of in the matter of Balaam, again, which literally translates by the word of Balaam, suggested that Balaam offered advice to Balak on how to use the Moabite women to lead the Israelites astray. So again, this language in chapter 31, verse 16 of Numbers is going to spawn the speculation as to the role that Balaam played in causing the Israelites to stumble with relationship to the Moabite women and the Moabite gods. Now, this appears even stated more clearly in the Greek translation of the Hebrew Bible, the Septuagint, to Numbers 31, 16. Quote, Moses said to them, Have you let all the women live? For they were to the Israelites in keeping them with the word of Balaam to turn astray, to show contempt for the Lord with regard to Peor, and a plague came upon the congregation of the Lord. So now, the Septuagint, the Greek translation, is literally taking this to mean that the word of Balaam caused the Israelites to turn astray. The Aramaic Targum, which is part translation and part interpretation of the Hebrew Bible, also understood Balaam is offering advice to Balak to cause Israel to stumble. Quote, they were a stumbling block. Did you capture that? Remember what John says in Revelation to the congregation in Pergamum, talking about Balaam's teaching, which created a stumbling block for the children of Israel? Let me read this again from the Aramaic Targum. They were a stumbling block to the Israelites at the advice of Balaam to falsify in the name of the Lord in the matter of the idol of Peor. Again, this is from the Numbers 31 passage. Remember, Ancient Jewish interpreters paid very close attention to the language of the biblical text, and they used the order of passages, as well as other passages, which connected linguistically with a passage to interpret and understand it. Balaam's role in counseling Balak also seems hinted at in the words of the prophet Micah. There we read in Micah 6.5, quote, o my people, remember what Balak, king of Moab, devised, and what Balaam, the son of Baor, answered him, and what happened from Shittim to Gilgal, that you may know the saving act of the Lord. Micah's mention of Balak's plan, Balaam's answer, and the incident at Shittim, which is the passage in Numbers 25, verses 1-3, through 3, which seemingly draws a connection between the three. This suggests that Balaam did answer something to Balak in response to his devious plans against Israel, which led to Israel's subsequent going astray at Shittim. If you're enjoying the Windows Into the Bible podcast, I wanna tell you quickly about another great and affordable resource that we offer to help deepen your study and understanding of the Bible. The Windows Into the Bible Book Club and Bible Study is a virtual, on-demand book club and Bible study like no other. Each month, the Book Club and Bible Study reads a book chosen specifically to enhance your understanding of the world of the Bible. And that book is paired with a digital Bible study. It's all recorded and saved so that you can make progress no matter when you begin. For just $10 a month, every member of the book club and Bible study receives a Bible study notes and videos delivered to your inbox three times a week. A members-only Facebook group for discussion and more resources. Two live virtual discussions with the book club each month, led by that month's expert or author. All materials are available on demand so you can read and learn at your own pace. This is just the low-stress, no-fuss Bible study and book club that you've been looking for. It's designed to deepen your study and understanding of the Bible for just $10 a month. Go to witbuniversity.com to join today. That's witbuniversity.com. See you there. We find ancient interpreters providing even apocryphal accounts of the conversations between Balak and Balaam where Balaam counseled him how to put a stumbling block in front of the Israelites. For example, Philo of Alexandria describes the scene in this way. This is a long quote, but I'm going to go ahead and read it. Quote, And Balaam replied, All that I have hitherto uttered have been oracles and the words of God, but what I am going to say are merely suggestions of my own mind. And taking him by the right hand, and while they two were alone, gave him, we're talking about Balak here now, advice by the adoption of which he might, as far as possible, guard against the power of his enemies. That's Israel. Goes on to say, come then, let us examine into his fine recommendations and see how cunningly they were contrived with reference to the most certain defeat of those who had hitherto always been able to conquer, again the Israelites. As he knew that the only way by which the Hebrews could be subdued was by leading them to violate the law, he endeavored to seduce them by means of debauchery and intemperance, that mighty evil, to the still greater crime of impiety, putting pleasure before them as a bait. For, said he, O king, the women of the country surpass all other women in beauty, and there are no means by which a man is more easily subdued than by the beauty of a woman. Therefore, if you enjoin the most beautiful of them to grant their favors to them and to prostitute themselves to them, they will allure and overcome the youth of your enemies. But you must warn them not to surrender their beauty to those who desire them with too great facility and too speedily. For resistance and coyness will stimulate the passions and excite them more and will kindle a more impetuous desire. And so being wholly subdued by their appetites, they will endure to do and to suffer anything. And let any damsel who is thus prepared for the sport resist and say wantonly to a lover who is thus influenced, It is not fitting for you to enjoy my society until you have first abandoned your native habits and have learnt to honor the same practices that I do. And I must have a conspicuous proof of your real change, which I can only have by your consenting to join me in the same sacrifices and libations which I use, and which we may then offer together at the same images and statues and other erections in honor of my gods. This is Philo's account in his life of Moses. In Pseudophilo's Biblical Antiquities, we read something similar. Quote, Then Balaam said to him, Balak, Come, let us plan what you should do to them, the Israelites. Pick out the beautiful women who are among us and in Midian, and stand them naked and adorned with gold and precious stones before them, And it shall be when they see them and lie with them, they will sin against their Lord and fall into your hands. For otherwise you cannot fight against them. And afterwards the people were seduced after the daughters of Moab. For Balak did everything that Balaam had shown him. So you see, both Philo and Pseudophilo are providing these accounts of the word of Balaam which caused the Israelites to go astray into harlotry and idolatry with the women of Moab. Josephus, the first-century Jewish historian, relates the story in this way. Balaam told Balak, quote, If you yearn for some short-lived victory over them, you may achieve it as follows. Take from among your daughters the most beautiful and those most capable of overcoming by means of their beauty the chastity of those who behold them and dress them in splendor to add to their beauty and send them to the area of these, talking about the Israelites, camp and order them to have relations with their young men when they ask it. Finally, we also find in the rabbinic Midrashim a very similar interpretation. In Midrash Tanhumah, we read, They called to the people and offered sacrifices to their gods, quoting from Numbers 25, 2. For they followed Balaam's advice and set up tents and put prostitutes in them with all their finery. Whenever a Jew would pass by in the marketplace, a girl would come out in her adornments and her perfume and seduce him by saying, why is it that we love you and you hate us? Here, take this piece of merchandise for free. After all, we are both descended from a single ancestor, Terah, the father of Abraham. Wouldn't you like to eat from our sacrificial offerings? Within some Jewish traditions, Balaam's word became the counsel which caused the Israelites to stumble into harlotry and idolatry. The short phrase, by the word of Balaam, in Numbers 31, provided the source of for this expanded interpretation. So now let's return to John's message to the congregation in Pergamum. But I have a few things against you. You have some there who hold the teachings of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the sons of Israel, that they might eat food, sacrificed to idols, and practice immorality. This issue that John addressed, which was an ongoing problem for the non-Jewish followers of Jesus in the first century, was food sacrifice to idols and sexual immorality. Although the Jerusalem Council forbid these two practices, along with murder in Acts 15, they continued to trouble the Gentile followers of Jesus, and they were practices that John could not tolerate. When we look at the episode At Shittim with the ball of Peor, the Moabite women led the Israelites astray into harlotry, sexual immorality, and idolatry, food sacrifice to idols. John, like the other Jewish interpreters that we've talked about and read today, understood that Balaam taught Balak to put a stumbling block before Israel. Whenever we find citations, allusions, or mentions of verses and figures from the Hebrew Bible within the New Testament— the New Testament authors did not seek to understand what the biblical passage historically meant rather they participated in the rich world of ancient Jewish interpretation which derived meaning from the language of the biblical text to make a relevant point i'm mark turnage and this is the windows into the bible podcast don't forget to follow us on instagram and twitter at the witb podcast You can comment and send us questions, which we will answer on a future episode. Also, you can follow me on Twitter, at Mark Turnage, M-A-R-C-T-U-R-N-A-G-E. See you next time. We hope you're enjoying the Windows into the Bible podcast. If you are, help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the show. This helps the show get seen and heard by even more people looking to learn about the world of the Bible. And by subscribing, you make sure new episodes to the podcast show up in your feed as soon as they go live. Give us a rating, a review, and subscribe. And most of all, keep listening. Hey, it's Mark. One of the reasons I wanted to start the Windows Into the Bible podcast was to show how, by accessing the world of the Bible, we can better understand the words of the Bible. This philosophy has been at the core of my entire career because I know from firsthand experience how knowing the world of the Bible completely transforms your understanding and study of the Bible. But nothing, not even a podcast, transforms how you read the Bible like actually going to the land of the Bible in person to experience it for yourself. Offering the finest on-site, expert-led trips and experiences to the world of the Bible, Biblical Expeditions has taken thousands of Bible readers and travelers from around the world to the lands of the Bible with trips to Israel. Turkey, Greece, Jordan, Italy, and Egypt. If you are a church leader and are interested in organizing a trip for your church or interested in joining a group to the lands of the Bible, reach out and the Biblical Expeditions team can make that happen. Go to biblical-expeditions.com to learn more about Biblical Expeditions and upcoming trips and learn how you can finally transform your study of the Bible by actually going to the land of the Bible on a life-changing trip. That's biblical-expeditions.com. We use the world of the Bible to transform how you read the words of the Bible.
1: You've been listening to the Windows into the Bible podcast with Mark Turnage. If you have questions related to this episode, tweet them to us using the hashtag WITBQuestions or email them to questions at WITBpodcast.com. You can also find resources related to this and other episodes at WITBpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.